have your Bible, uh, open your Bible, and when, when purpose hides in the chaos, when your purpose is hiding in the chaos, amen, yeah, it's there, your purpose is there, it's just hiding in the chaos, um, a lot of times you think you made a mess, you can't clean it up, uh, just like bad credit, mm-hmm. that, amen, if nobody talked to you about credit yet. Talk to your kids, will you? Change the narrative. Um, because let me tell you something, that, that credit can, can stop you from living in places you want to live, getting things you want to get. Uh, but the one thing about God, when you make a mess, he, he can help you, y'all. Amen. Tell your neighbor, he can help us. Okay, so if you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to the book of Genesis. I figure if we're going to find out about the mess, let's start here. And, I, and each message, the title of the series is messy, but I, each message has a title. And I want to show you something <clears throat> that I believe can be very helpful um, in finding your purpose or finding that purpose in chaos. Um, amen. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 Then the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to cultivate it and to keep it. The Lord God commanded the man saying, from any tree of the garden you may eat freely. But from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat For in the day that you eat from it, you will surely die. Tell your neighbor, that's the mess. Then God said, here come the other mess. It is not good for man to be alone. (laughs) Y'all didn't get it. (laughs) I will make him a helper. (laughs) Tell your neighbor there's the other mess. <laughs> I will make it. I got the mic. I will make him a helper. Suitable for him. Tell your neighbor. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Boundaries. That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this morning, boundaries. Last week I talked about distractions. And I believe that many of us, the reason we have not truly committed ourselves to really doing the will of God is because of the distractions that we have in our lives. But I believe, and as I was praying about this series, I believe that every person that walks through these doors or a door of a church, they have somehow made a mess of their lives. But I want to tell you that your life is not, was not just all of a sudden you fell into the mess. And I'll show you in the following messages that 
We were literally born in this mess. And as a result of that, what we're trying to do now is we're trying to work our way through the mess. Uh, How do we get in this mess anyway? Why is life so hard? Why can't you enjoy the fruits of your labor? Amen. Tell your neighbor it's a mess. One minute we're on our way and the next minute we're right back in the mess. Just when you think you're out of the mess, you turn the corner and you're right back in the mess. And it's crazy because life can be real messy. Relationships can be messy. Workplace can be messy. Traffic can be messy. Amen. And and, and the thing about it is we live, if you really think about it, in a messy world. Messy people at the job. Come on, come on. Let me talk. I'm going to talk about that too. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah, that's a whole sermon. I'm talking about mess at the work, at the workplace and how to handle those messy people there. But here's the thing. Point is, you got to be careful that you're not contributing to the mess. Because just when you think you're the innocent one, you probably a mess. And the thing about all of us that we all have in common, we were born in mess. Amen. I brought you to the garden because I want you to know this is where the mess started. Amen. Many of us struggle with the mess that we live with for years. And we've come to realize that and we've accepted the fact or or said in our minds that it's always going to be like this. This is the way my life is and I've come to accept the way it is and that's it. So the question is, how do you cope? Amen. How do you, how do you, how do you make it through the mess that you're in? Some of us, we try to hide the mess with makeup and lipstick and dresses and suits and new stuff. But unless you deal with the mess, it will never go away. Amen. Because under all of that, tell your neighbor there's a mess. Amen. And so I brought you to the garden. God had created everything. Amen. He took chaos and spoke life. The Bible says that the earth was what? Formless and void. And darkness hovered all over, right? And God said, let there be And there was light. God took six days to create everything. And on the seventh day, he rested. On the sixth day, he created man. Now, whenever you read Genesis, and this is somebody who's been maybe skeptical of the Bible. Genesis 1 is just a description. An overview. But when you go to chapters 2 and chapter 3, what you see now is the details of what was said in chapter 1. It's more of a commentary. Amen. See, I just helped you. Amen. Because some people are like, why did he say it like this? And then he come back here and say it like that. It's just a description. It's a commentary. Verses chapter 2 and chapter 3. And when God created Adam, God created Adam perfectly. You would have never found a more perfect man. 
Ladies, he was perfect. Amen. There was no flaw in Adam. Whatever you were looking for on bachelors and I wish I had somebody. And in the soap opera, I wish I knew some of them names. Amen. But whatever you were looking for, Adam was it. But what God did with Adam is when God put him where he put him, and I'll show you this in a minute. God intended that Adam would bring glory to him. Amen. God put him in an, in a perfect environment, a perfect environment. There was gold there. Amen. If you read the Bible, it'll tell you, amen. It, there was food there. I'll tell you, neighbor, there was some food there. I know y'all think about some food. Amen. There was fruit there. Adam ate from the ground. Adam was a vegetarian. Amen. He didn't have a need for protein. He was a perfect man. Perfect man. And I know sometimes we try to portray ourselves as being perfect. But tell your neighbor, I'm a mess. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm a hot mess. Because <laughs> some of y'all are a hot mess. Folk can't get along with you. Come on, somebody. You got a bad attitude on Monday? Amen. You look sideways all the time. Cutting your eyes all the time. Can I get real with you? Tell your neighbor, I'm a hot mess. Amen. I saw a wife, a husband told me, baby, I told you you're a hot mess. No, it's funny. <laughs> Amen. And I want to say this. This is, this is crazy, but watch this. God put him in a perfect environment. Amen. And God said, God said to Adam, Adam, here it is. Everything is yours. Isn't that something? He had the keys to the city. But God said to Adam, I don't want you by yourself. Animals got companionship. You need some companionship. Right? So I'm trying to show you something. Watch where I'm going with this, okay? And God said to Adam, Adam, but I want you to have happiness. I want you to be happy. I want you to prosper. I want all this for your life. But Adam, you got to know one thing. Life without boundaries makes you a rebel. And a lot of people don't like boundaries. The moment they see that they can cross the boundaries and get up all in your personal space, amen, for some reason, People who live without boundaries, they keep pressing issues or watch this now, or they live a very rebellious, stubborn life. Amen. Even with Adam being a perfect man in a perfect environment without sin, Adam still had boundaries. Do I have anybody? When God created him, he put him within these boundaries. Things went wild though. 
when Adam began to live outside of the boundaries. I can prove it to you. The Bible says in the book of Romans, uh, when sin, when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. When sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. Tell your neighbor boundaries. If you keep pushing the boundaries, now watch this. Oftentimes what we try to do, we see the boundaries. And then what we do is we try to push the boundaries. And I want to tell you something. Some of us, the reason why life is so difficult for us is because we think we know everything. And not only do we think we know everything, but we think that we can draw the boundary line wherever we want to draw the boundary line. We see it in relationships. We see it at work. Come on, somebody. We see with our children. How many of your children are always pushing the boundary line? They're always trying to come out of the boundary line. And sometimes, and don't let them get grown now. Lord Jesus. When they get grown, they think that they could just move it out the way and erase it. You know, but they're still what? Bound. That's why a lot of us lose respect for one another. That's why our kids don't respect us. Amen. But it starts when they're right here that you got to set those boundaries and say, you don't cross this line until I tell you. Do I have a witness? I believe that a lot of us are in a mess right now because we keep going beyond the boundaries. Now watch this. You know why you put kids in, in organized sports? Amen. When they're young, so that they learn what? Come on, somebody. I didn't say rules. I said what? And it teaches them discipline so that when they go out in the real world, they will stay within the boundaries. Watch this. I can prove this. Watch this. Look at your life right quick. Take a two-second glance or scan of your life. How many boundaries have you gone crossed? Come on, somebody. And let me, let me say this to you real quick. Let me say, and then you want to get your feelings hurt when you're told to get back over the line. Come on and say amen. And then you start justifying it like, no, I didn't do that. No, it wasn't me. No, it was you. I saw you. I got you on camera. <laughs> amen. Crossing the boundaries. Verse 7 says, then the Lord God formed man from dust. Chapter 2. Amen. And then he breathed into his nostril, nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Verse 8 says, the Lord planted a garden. Listen, I want to say to somebody here today, you may have been born in a mess, but if you allow God to navigate your life, he will put you right where you need to be. Some of us are surviving. Amen. But we're not really living. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Tell your neighbor you're just paying bills. Just paying bills. You're not enjoying it. Amen. But God wants you to enjoy this thing. But you have to live within the what? Boundaries that he has placed for you. Watch this. He says, and there he placed, look what he says. And there he placed the man whom he had found, formed. 
God made him and God placed him. Come on, somebody. God made him and God placed him where God wanted him. Some of us, watch this. The reason why we're struggling is because we're not where we're supposed to be because you're trying to be everywhere else that God has been trying to tell you to settle down and stay where you are, but you're trying to find something over here. You keep peeking over the fence. You want to go, oh, it's not too, it's not big enough. It's not, it's not, it's not wide enough. It's not long enough. It's not, amen. I just don't feel it. You know, come on, man. At some point, You ought to realize that you will never outrun God. And wherever God has created you to be, you got to be there. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. God placed Adam where he was. But God placed him where he wanted him. But God also knew that where he placed him... He would fulfill his calling. And I believe that a lot of us are miserable because we're not fulfilling the calling that God had for us. We've been searching and we've been asking, we've been looking, we've been praying, but God has a call on your life. God has a divine purpose in your life. And in the mess right now, you may not see what it is right now. But tell your neighbor, God going to show me in a few minutes. Amen. He going to show me how to live this thing. But here's the thing. I believe, saints, that oftentimes we're living outside of the boundary lines. And we're not allowing God to work with us because we're running from, from him. Are you with me? Listen to this. We, we, we've been in the mess the moment we were born. Amen. And, 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 and now, if you want to get out of the mess, amen, you have to learn what God requires. Are you with me? Listen to this. I want to share this with you. Boundaries are this. You ready? So if you want to know what a boundary is, boundaries are about responsibility. Write it down. They define what I am responsible for. Amen. And what I'm not responsible for. So the bottom line, boundaries are about what? Responsibilities. Watch this. We have all times of, all types of boundaries. We have cultural boundaries. We have relationship boundaries. We have religious boundaries. We have social boundaries. Why is it that some of our lives are a mess? Can I tell you why? I thought it was submission, but it's not. You submit good to what you want to submit to. But you know what your struggle is? Tell your neighbor boundaries. Amen. It's boundaries. And the reason why we're struggling so much is because we don't like the structure, Lord have mercy, of certain boundaries. So watch this. Let's go here. Let's go to verse 15 real quick. And I want to show you something. So how, how, do we, how do we do this? How do we get out of this mess? First of all, we have to realize some things. The text says, then the Lord God took the man mm-hmm, and put him where? In the garden of Eden. Now, now the word for took 
It is used, it's, it's the idea of grasping and seizing someone. Amen. Can I ask you a question? Has God ever gotten your attention? Amen. And you ever notice that when he grasps, when he grabs a hold of you, some of you have been running. <laughs> Amen. You're running fast too. Amen. But, but let me tell you something. God, when he gets ready, he'll grab you. So the, the, the word took has the idea of grasping and seizing, but the, I'm, the word put now has the idea of rest, calm. Watch this. To give comfort, to settle down. You see, when you live your life without boundaries, you're going to always be on the run. You're going to always be looking for happiness in all the wrong places. You're going to always try to feel the satisfaction or feel the void that's inside of you with external things. But God says, if you let me put my hands on you, if you, if you let me put you where you need to be, not where you want to be. And so the first thing, the first thing is this. The first thing you have to remember is he placed us within those boundaries. Amen. It's important to remember that before we were restless, come on somebody, uh, the garden provided an arena for man to test his obedience and see what God did. God took him and put him in the garden, but God put him there and placed him there within those boundaries so that he would work on his obedience Watch this, that he would work on his relationship. Watch this, when we live within the boundaries that God has established, we will find rest. We will be calm. Come on, somebody. God will give us comfort. Amen. We will settle down. We will settle in. I didn't say settle for nothing. I'm saying we're going to settle in. Many of us are running outside the boundaries, and maybe that's why you can't settle down. You said it was him. It wasn't him, it was you. You said it was her. It wasn't her, it was you. They got an attitude. They, they, that, that ain't my type. Amen. God says you're living outside of the boundaries. Y'all ain't saying amen. Y'all, amen. Maybe, maybe, ouch, amen, or thank you. Anytime you want to hit it, just to, like, dang, every time I come to church, he got to say something. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. God placed us. And can I tell somebody something today? You can't, you can't fight what God is doing in your life. You, you can't fight it. You have to accept it and say, God, thank you for where you placed me. Because where you placed me is where I need to be so I can settle down. Anybody here need to settle down? Anybody need some little calmness in your life? Anybody need a little peace in your life this morning? Anybody need a little bit of joy this morning? Because I want to tell somebody that not only will God give you joy, amen, but he'll give you that peace that you need but oftentimes we're trying to go beyond the boundaries. Amen. Everywhere we go, you're going to have some form of boundaries that you have to live within. Look what the text says. The text says, and he placed them there in the garden of Eden to do what? See, God is not just trying to give you this luxurious life that, that the TV preacher is trying to tell you about. But look what he says. He says he placed him in the garden to do what? 
to cultivate. You can't be lazy within boundaries. Now, you, come on now, come on now. You, now, I, <laughs> come on now. Tell you, Debbie, you got to work. He says, what did he want him to do? He want him to do what? To, 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 to cultivate it and to what? Keep it. Now, now that word means to work, to serve. Amen. So not only does God, not only does God places within those boundaries, but the second thing is that he places responsibilities on us. Could it be that the reason why many of us are frustrated this morning is because possibly we have not been living out the responsibilities that God or, or, or actually, come on somebody, amen, holding up the responsibilities, living out the responsibilities. What responsibility has God placed on you? Amen. How's your life now? How's your spiritual life? Amen. Much less the other parts of your life. And you're saying it's the job, but you ain't been holding on your end. Come on, somebody. You've been saying it's them, but you haven't been, you ain't been on time in a whole month. Lord have mercy. You thought, you think they ain't never going to get rid of you. I'll keep playing. Tell your neighbor, keep playing. Amen. You're going to find out something. Can I tell you something? When you live your life within the boundaries, I'm trying to paint this picture. Watch this. God will provide everything you need within those boundaries. You don't have to look over there. You don't have to look over there. You ain't got to get no three, four jobs. All you have to do is be responsible, keep, and tend to what God has given you. Amen. all, All Adam had to do was work And take care of the things that God had put in his care. Watch this. Within the boundaries. Watch this. That God had placed them. Can I tell somebody something? God's not going to put more on you than you can handle. Each one of us have been given a different level of faith. My faith is different than your faith. Amen. But God is going to give you just enough to fit your personality. He's going to give you just enough. But if we're not taking care of what we have, how can we get more? I'm just asking. Tell your neighbor that stewardship. And so within these boundaries, first of all, I got to get good with where God placed me. Second of all, I got to be responsible Amen. With what God has given me. I thank God for where he placed me. Because watch this. Where he placed me is where I find fulfillment in my calling. Lord have mercy. Where he placed me. Amen. Not only do I find fulfillment, but I find freedom within. Amen. Those boundaries. Somebody here this morning, I want to help you with something. You're trying to live beyond where God wants you. And you haven't mastered where you are so that you're positioning yourself for a wider boundary. God can expand your borders. Come on, help me somebody. Amen. Jabez says, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that I would not cause no pain. But the one thing about Jabez is that he understood this. Here's what he understood. He understood that 
I don't want to cause nobody any pain. So Lord, help me to work where I am now so that when I end up where I, where I'm going or where I want to be or where you move me to, come on somebody, I'm not going to have pride. I'm not going to get full of myself. Amen. Can I tell you something? Things get messy when we stop caring for it. Listen, if you stop exercising, if you don't eat right, same thing with your finances. Hey, that's right. If you don't tithe, oh Lord, if you don't budget, and you're wondering why we in a financial mess, I can help you with your. Fi- I can help you with financial mess in three seconds. Ready? Obey. <laughs> Amen. Just pick up the envelope and put it in there and watch what God will do with the rest of it. Do I have a witness? Ouch. Watch this. After we pray for it, amen, after we pray for what we get, do we cultivate it? Lord have mercy. God gave you what you asked for. You're living within the boundaries. And here's the thing about living within these boundaries, right? When you're living within these boundaries, God not only will give you stuff, but he'll give you the ability to keep this. You ready for this? Watch this. He'll give you not only the ability to keep it, but he'll give you the ability to enjoy it. And somebody here this morning, you're not enjoying it. It's temporary. Your joy just happens to just leak out because you keep stepping out of the boundaries. Are you with me? Can, can I tell you something? God not only gives us stuff, but he, gave, he gives us responsibilities. And somebody here, you've been neglecting your responsibility to God. You've been, res- listen, you've been neglecting your responsibility to pray. You've been res- re- neglecting your responsibility to praise. You've been neglecting your responsibility to give him glory. Listen, you can't say you're a Christian. You don't come to church. You're living outside of the boundaries, but yet you still want the blessings within the boundaries. How in the world can we even expect something good to happen? And then we turn around and we get angry. We get upset and we're like, well, now God is this. And I done tried that. The church is that. And this. Listen, 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 listen. God is good, y'all. Do I have anybody? How many of you are living within the boundaries? Amen. Watch this. How many of you are living within the boundaries? And you can say, Pastor, I've seen the blessings. Come on. I, I got a few people in here. Now, hold on now. Don't know. Don't be so hard on yourself, okay? Amen. Now, now listen, you may be living within the boundaries, but you're not responsible. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Go ahead and say, I know I'm saved, but I'm not responsible. Ouch. And that's all it is. Don't be so hard on yourself. All right? Give yourself a little bit more credit. But now that you have revelation, you should have inspiration, and it should cause you to do different. Tell your neighbor, get me back in that boundaries, will you? Amen. Look at verse 16. <clears throat> verse 16. I'm almost out of here. Watch this. He says in verse 16, the Lord God commanded the man saying, amen. You're going to like this part right here. 
I thought y'all were going to shout on these men. Y'all like, dang, pastor convicted me today. The Lord God commanded the man saying, from what? Any tree. You know what? When you live within the boundaries, nothing is off limits. Only what God tells you not to do. But everything else. You, you caught that, huh? I, I'm glad you caught that. So, so what I'm saying is, if I'm living within these boundaries, what would be hard for me to do? What could I not accomplish? Come on, help me somebody. How hard will it be if I'm living with it? Listen, and right now you're trying to accomplish something real small that could have been done, but you're doing it outside. Lord have mercy. You're getting in somebody else's lane. You're trying to do something that God didn't tell you to do. But watch this. But if you live within these boundaries, life is going to be a lot easier. Tell your neighbor, I really, I didn't have to struggle this much. (laughs) Seriously. What you got to do is you got to live. If you're living within, he said, from any tree of the what? From of of, of the garden, you may eat what? Freely. Listen to this. Now, I ain't there yet. God placed Adam in a what kind of environment? A perfect environment. Listen, God provided everything he needed to survive in that environment. Why would we even want to live outside the boundaries? If God provides everything we need, I'm trying to help. Is anybody, is the mic on? What's going on with the mic? Is the mic on? Oh, I figured it out. Pastor, I fi- how many of the light bulb came on? Doo-doo. Let me turn it up. Let me turn the brightness up real quick. Come on, you see it? Put them sunglasses on now. Is, is it making sense? Does, is this making sense? Watch this. He put him there and he says, anything you want. You thought you were limited to that job. You thought that position had you. But if you back it up a minute and say, okay, am I living within these boundaries? Okay, so if I'm living within these boundaries, put the next point up. He provides and what? Lord, can you just show me my boundaries? Just, just show it to me. Just, I just need to know where it is because I don't know when, you know, when you know when you're out, the Holy Spirit just hits you. Oh, shoot. Let me get back in there. Holy Spirit has a way of just letting you know when you're wrong, you know. Holy Spirit lets you know when, when, when you're doing wrong, when you're thinking wrong, when you're acting wrong. Holy Spirit's there to convict, but he's also there to comfort. See, the beauty of conviction, right after conviction comes comfort. Right after comfort comes conformity. Right after conformity comes Christ-likeness. And the more you live in, in, in unison to the Holy Spirit, right, and understanding who he is and that he lives in you, you begin to grow spiritually and then you understand, man, God, man, God going to provide for us. Matthew 6, my heavenly father, what? Knows. 
Amen. So if my heavenly father knows and God placed us here, baby, what we worried about this month, why are we worried about paying the mortgage? Lord have mercy. Why are we worried about keeping the car? Why are we worried about food? Why are we worried about clothing? Why are we even concerned? God is prospering us because we're living within Oh, come on and say amen, somebody. Somebody say amen. amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. I'm living within the boundaries. So God is prospering me. How many of you have seen, seen the blessings? How many, how many of you have seen the, that blessing of obedience? God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I didn't know where my last, my the next meal was coming from but I thank God that I know who feeds me because I've never seen a stressed out bird I you know I always say that I never seen a stressed out or a hungry bird I never seen a hungry bird if you find a picture of a hungry bird take it for me I want to see it but the Lord takes care of the birds now watch this watch where I'm going with this Write this down. God gave Adam a charge, but God also gave Adam a command. Now, how many of you are not taking care of business? Amen. The charge was to work. Cultivate the land. The command was everything here Come on, y'all. Some of us are not even acclimated to what we freely have. The Bible says God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness, to life and godliness, to living and godliness. So because God has given everything to us freely, because we're living within these boundaries, what are we worried about? Y'all should be shouting. But here's what God also gave Adam. You ready? He gave him a what? A charge, a command, but he gave him a choice. Let me help somebody. God's not trying to pursue you like that. If you don't want the relationship, you know what? It's hard. You know what? You know what's hard? It's hard living with somebody who don't, who don't want to be with you. Or somebody who you don't want to be with. Yeah. Anybody been there? Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> Amen. It was rough. Amen. The Bible says you would rather live on the rooftop than in the house with a contentious woman. I don't know what to say about a man, but sometimes men act like that too. Lord have mercy. I'm trying to help somebody with something. All they do is whine and complain. And I'm trying to figure out who's wearing the dress. Oh, Lord. Now watch this. Watch where I'm going with this, okay? Y'all catching this? Catch this. (laughs) Come on, man. He gave him a charge. 
He gave him a command. And then he gave him a what? Choice. If you have a choice, then why aren't you eating freely? Seriously. And I believe you're not eating freely because you're out of bounds. You're trying to live all up in here. First of all, that ain't your lane. Back it up. Back it up a little bit. Back it up a little bit. I know what you think you're ready for. I, I know what you think you're believing for. But, but watch this. I want you to test this principle this week. Back back in your boundary and watch how everything just come to you. Lord, have mercy. Get back within your boundaries and watch your finances go up. Watch your faith come up. Watch your family life change. Watch your future change. Master where you are and quit trying to get... When I was little, I would always try to do grown-up stuff. My mom would say, boy, go sit down somewhere. You always want to get up in grown folk conversation. You always want to grab something that ain't yours, cigarette, and grab a bottle. And my daddy whooped my behind for grabbing and throwing a tantrum. Okay? He said, you always want to do grown folk stuff. Get back in your boundaries. And I'm talking to somebody here today. Your life can change today. I know why Satan is is trying to get you to not get this. Because God is saying, there's your breakthrough. Get back in that boundary. Get back right with God. Hello, somebody. Turn your heart back to him. And watch what he does next for you. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Many of us don't realize that God not only will provide within these boundaries, but he wants to prosper you in these boundaries. He says, Adam, you could have everything in here. It's yours. It's mine's. I never thought I would get to a place in my life where God would freely give me things that I never thought I'd ever own. I, I was working on my house yesterday. I said, Lord, I can't believe you gave a fool like me. I shoot, let me paint. <laughs> Serious, I'm like, shoot. I'm like, Lord, I thank you. I shoot. I, and then I think about how impossible it even looked for us to get the house. The car. Come on, somebody. The clothes, the commodities, the whatever it is. And I'm saying to myself, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Oh, when I operate within my boundaries, everything just happens. I live within a flow because, watch this, because I'm not alone. And what God is doing is he's doing his work within this boundaries. Watch this, because he's got the rest covered. And what I think I don't have, he's already worked it out. He's already got me covered on that end. So I'm going to stay right within here and say, all right, I got whatever. Is that making sense? Watch this. Watch this. I got one more point. Watch this. Watch this. So, so, so that would be my next point right here. Verse, verse 17, he says, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and, and evil, you shall what? Not eat. So he provides 
And he, what does he do? He prospers and he provides, right? He said, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you what? Shall not eat. For on the day that you eat from it, you what? And this is where the mess started. Why can't you just be comfortable with what you have? <laughs> Gosh. Next point. Choices. God wants you. He doesn't want to force you to come to church. He doesn't want to like pulling teeth. Man, listen, you come, you come, you don't, you don't. But I hope you would make the choice because he's been freely giving you everything. He's been prospering you. He's been letting you live. Amen. I'm about to say something. I was coming out my mouth. I'm going to say it. Amen. He got you home. Yeah, all of that. Amen. The pregnancy test was, you know what I'm talking about. That's living outside the boundaries. You outside the boundaries then. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but he has choices. He presents choices. So so watch this. So watch, why why and, and people ask, why would God even put that in the middle of the garden? Two trees. Tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. And he says, You can have anything but that. Tell your neighbor boundaries. And you know what I believe it is? I believe it's a voice talking to you. I believe you've allowed too many voices in your head. Because apart from the serpent, you weren't even think, thinking about that tree. You were staying within. You were good. You were good with God taking care of you. You were good with everything. But all of a sudden, you start hearing this voice. And that voice just keeps telling you, come get it. Come get it now. Watch this. Watch this. The choice Adam made was one that had detrimental consequences. And that's how we're in this mess today. If Adam and Eve would have made the right choice, I wouldn't have no gray hair. I'd still have a foot ahead of hair on my head. <laughs> no sickness. No pain. No suffering. No death. So do you see... The choices of and the consequences for living outside of the boundaries. And and, and let me say to young people, because y'all young people think y'all know everything. But when your parents set boundaries, they're doing it for your good because we've been there. And so stop saying, I know better. You don't know nothing. Stay where you are because we've been there and we're trying to protect you from what's there. 
So stop thinking you know just because you didn't add one more year to your life. <laughs> Amen. Y'all follow me? Y'all, fo- y'all follow me, right? Amen. Hint. Just because you got one more year to your life, you think you know everything. Tell your neighbor boundaries. Tell your neighbor your parents know what's beyond the boundaries. Amen. I'm trying to help these parents up in here. Watch this. What type of legacy will you leave? Will you leave a legacy of obedience? Your choice to live within boundaries can be a blessing to everyone around you. See, Adam affected us. And just think right now, you live in large, you're living beyond your boundaries, right? And your kids are suffering. Your grandkids are going to suffer. Your great-grandchildren are going to suffer because you knew God, but you you just that's deep it is deep look at verse 18 this ain't no shouting message look at verse 18 and I'm done time we got good I got I got good time watch this then the Lord God said it is what for man to be what you know why (laughs) Uh, let me tell you about a man that by himself. <clears throat> now, Adam didn't need sex. So don't even think it's a sexual thing. Adam just couldn't do everything by himself. Every man need a good woman. But God gave Adam his wife for companionship. Amen. Conversation. He realized if the animals got, you know what I mean? They, two of his kind and shoot, what does man need? Man, he going home, he working all day and he, he come home and y'all ain't talking. Now let me, let me meddle. Brother worked hard all week long, come home and you mad. What is up with you? Seriously. Remind yourself why God gave you to him. Every now and then you just start to overlook the offense and say, hi, right, baby, I love you, baby. What, how was your day, baby? Is everything all right, baby? Seriously, you know, um, give the man a break. He, I mean, he's working, he's, he's cultivating the land. He's tending to the land. He's trying to take care of business, trying to keep a roof over the head. But what I'm saying is this, God gave the woman to the man for conversation, for companionship, for procreation. Amen. Okay. For pleasure. Hey, uh, <laughs> and you can't be talking about you got to act right to get some pleasure. 
Now you're using it as a form of control. Amen. You use it as a form of control. And I want to tell you something. It's a strange thing when you got to use pleasure as control. Amen. The Bible says your body is not your own anyways. So those of you that are single that ain't married, think about it. Amen. But I'm going to get into that another time. This ain't that time. He says, I'll make him a what? <laughs> Let me explain what the word helper means. Just to give some clarification for boundaries, reasons. The word helper means an aid. You get what I'm saying? An assistant. Amen. One to help the man, not to work, but to help him emotionally. See, because, let, let me show you something. This is why a lot of men step out of the boundaries of their marriage. We joking, but this is from real stuff. You keep acting like that and find out what's going to happen later on. When a man doesn't get what he needs, especially in the mess that he's in, sin. You know, I know y'all spiritual and y'all, I know, I get it. I understand. Okay. But he says, I'm going to make him, I'm going to make him a helper suitable. So yeah, you're the right one for him. But why does he keep looking at everybody else? Why does his eye keep wandering? And it's not beauty. It's personality. It goes beyond beauty after a while. After a while, it becomes about, can we get along? Tell your neighbor boundaries. Amen. Now watch this. Here's what God did, and here's what God wants to do for all of us when we live within this boundary. Last point. He provides emotional support. Now, for you single people... You get that from God himself. You get that from the Holy Spirit, but you also get it through your other relationships. Amen. You do. You get it through your, but for the, for married people, you're supposed to get it within the home. Boundaries. So if you're talking to everybody else, but your husband, he don't understand. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Whoa, hold on a minute. What's going on? What? Where's the spirit here? See, and then we go outside the boundaries. We're talking to everybody else other than the person that we need to be talking to about the mess that we have here at the house. And it ain't getting better. Do I have somebody? Listen, can I tell you something? God doesn't want you to be alone. He has an emotional support system. Amen. And I know, I know we can get technical, but most affairs start off when one partner steps out of the boundaries and start conversating. It starts a conversation because that's exactly what happened with the serpent. And that's why I'm saying to you, you got to face the music where you are. 
Stop talking to everybody else. Stop calling mama. Stop calling daddy. Stop including mama and daddy in your mess and deal with your mess. Baby, we done made it. You didn't, you wasn't having, you wasn't saying all that when y'all were making all them babies now. Wasn't saying all that then. It was all good. Y'all, y'all didn't catch that. That was a joke. But now we can't talk. We can't get along. And then for single people, you just arguing with yourself. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. And everybody else at the job. That's where you get your kicks. <laughs> Listen. We made the mess. When we stepped out of bounds. We got to make a choice to get back in bounds. Without boundaries, we could live an out-of-control life. How does a team keep their players with high testosterone, millionaires, and celebrity status? How does a team keep the players living within the boundaries? The team has rules. But it's not just rules on the field. It's rules that's called the code of conduct. And there are consequences when they violate the boundaries. Tens of millions of NFL fans watch games every week during the season. During each contest, the league's world-class athletes are expected to conduct themselves in a way that honors the sport and respects the game, their fellow players and the fans and the league. Before each season, every player is given a copy of the fine schedule and a clear explanation of the rules, violations, and penalties. It's the job of the compliance officer within the NFL operation to make sure that the players adhere to the code and exhibit exemplary behavior during every one of the 332 preseason, regular season, and playoff games. When they violate it, they can't say, I didn't know. God has given us a book with a good explanation of what he expects from us so that we can live within the boundaries. Adam and Eve violated the rules so they were fined with death. And then they were ejected from the game, yet after they were rejected from the game, God provided, God protected, they procreated, and he prospered them. It was a mess, but God, through Jesus Christ, hey, came and cleaned up the mess. I want to say to somebody here today as I leave that you got to get back in the line and in the boundaries that God has placed you so that you can live your best life now. Give God a hand clap of praise.